Hey everybody, welcome to episode 102 of the Bono Podcast, where we talk all things Blood Bowl. I'm Ben, and once again, I'm joined by Blood Tithe Ben. BT, how are you today? Hello, doing very well, thank you. <laughs> Always good you? To, to wave on an audio medium. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Ben waves. And we've also joined by our 3D printing correspondent and essentially permanent program manager now, Ian. How are you doing, Drips? I'm I'm very good. Cheers, both. <laughs> I was I was talking to Peter and Toyman about you today, actually, Trips, um, like with the tournaments and stuff. And he was saying how well you guys all did, and I was like, yeah, we got Trips, who's just basically controls us, like <laughs> keeps us under wraps, <laughs> which I think uh, just like Uber timekeeper. <laughs> yeah, mm. oh, all if the planning, needed. all the planning. It's so good. It's so good. Um, anyway, BT, what are we talking about today? on the podcast short and simple amazons they're finally here we can actually talk about them we can <laughs> it's not episode 100 either <laughs> i know hey it should have been like episode 97 when it came out when the information came yeah, out it should have been but you know it's landed we've got the spike and we can talk through the roster we can actually have a look at the spike we can have a look at the models um and we can definitely talk about these strength four blocker people because <laughs> four Four strength, comments. strength four. <laughs> yeah. I, I am, I am quite, quite surprised by them actually. Uh, but yes, it is kind of the Amazon special. But naturally, well, normally we do Blood Bowl news, but actually we're going to focus news-wise on Amazons today. So I think it's appropriate that we have a little bit of hobby before we get to the really good stuff. Okay, so hobby, let's talk games, things bought, things acquired, things painted, things filmed. I feel like we've had quite a lot of Blood Bowl recently. Um, I mean, oh, I know Trips has, bless him. We booked him every night this week, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, uh, I've had my, had my Entoyment game, uh, which was very cool. So I got to troop over to Entoyment earlier this week no late last week uh, and it was it was packed it was a thursday evening whenever the thursday evening game i was playing against dan maskell gerger who comes to all of our tournaments nice. so we know dan he's we know his quality so when i got drawn against him with his dark elves which he plays exclusively in tournaments yeah <laughs> i was like ah uh, okay uh that's gonna be a tough game um and then um the whole place was absolutely packed it was it was so good there was such a good vibe i was i was having a wonderful time uh and it was a really interesting game so uh he chose to receive no he chose to kick no he chose to receive so anyway it was just like a he scored i scored and then i managed to score a defensive touchdown then i scored another defensive touchdown and then he scored at turn 16 it was a bit of a shootout no serious injuries i don't think i uh, I've got like a lineman out because it's Skaven. I'm running the four gutter runner build because I figured, you know, oh. we ran the roger build in the championship, didn't we? So I thought it would be uh, it would be a good thing to, to bust out the proper Skaven build, Ben. 
Um, hey, well, I mean, at least we didn't have a rat ogre dying in the first game to have to pay off. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's quite a disability, I think. Yeah, um, definitely. And um, yeah, bit of a shootout it was a good one. I, I thought I was going to go and sort of start losing nice and early on, but actually escaped it, which was pretty pretty good. Um, have you guys got any games in this week? Uh, for me, yeah, I, I've got a few. Um, managed to get a couple more league games in. Things oh. go quite so well. Uh, went up against Greenskin Phil and his Orcs, um, and he absolutely demolished my Skaven. Um, he went in thinking just like, oh, this will be a quick one, this will be over. Um, <laughs> and uh, I essentially fumbled my pickup with sure hands, uh, which I haven't done yet, so I forgot that's a thing. And I didn't protect the ball. I kind of went all in, which is the way I've been playing exclusively <laughs> with Skaven at the moment. And uh, yeah, and it really punished me. And he managed to just like swamp me and the momentum just shattered. And it was really hard to pick up from there. Um, he killed, I think, three players that game. What, like, killed. actually killed them? Kill, uh, killed my thrower, um, my star thrower. He's dead. A journeyman died. And I think another line rat died. Um, yeah, Gutter missing next game. So the movement busted Star Gutter with like 40 SPP. Uh, he's now also strength busted. So he's movement eight, strength one. <laughs> <laughs> Just turbo snotlings. That's amazing. Yeah, he has blodger two heads. So he's still, he's still got his uses. Um, uh, yeah, he's basically just a super uh, nobbler at the moment. Um, <laughs> That's a really yeah. tough one because like uh, he's, he's due a firing. But with all those agility skills, he's still got he's a still... massive use, isn't he? Yeah, I think I think now he's like exclusive. Where normally I'd give him the ball and uh, just run him, I think now I've got another blodge gutter. He's going to be the backup plan. Where if things are looking really tight, he can do it because he can just dodge into tackle zones. So um, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's been interesting. And then I played against Rich, uh, or Rich Saxby, with my busted uh, team against his humans, and that was a brutal game. We did speedball, so we limited it to three minute turns. <laughs> ended up being like a minute and a half turns. Um, by twenty, like twenty five minutes in, it was like two one, <laughs> and it was just nuts. Like it was just basically his thrower to his catcher score. My thrower. Oh no my not thrower, my gutter runner, handing off to another gutter runner um, to score. And it was just like back and forth, back and forth. And it ended up being 3-2, I think, to him. Um, it was really tight, really, really tight. It could have been either way. Um, yeah, it was it was kind of like a, a failed dodge, like a failed two plus re re with the reroll did it. Um, well, you see, this yeah, is the thing. So... I, I was expecting you to win a game so you could reclaim your place at the top of the league, Ben. <laughs> Uh, so that because I, because well, I am I I think I'm fourth in the league. No, you're fourth in the league. I'm... No, I'm fourth. You're third, second, second. Oh no, uh, I think you're, you're third. Yeah, you're third, Ben. Uh, Tother Ben, you're fourth. Even though you should point out in your game with Rich, between you, you did get forty SBP. That is true. <laughs> yeah, we did get a lot. That is There's a lot of blood. A is lot of passing. Outrageous, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that is outrageous. Uh, just going to check in yeah. on uh, chat. Uh, I would prefer Dauntless to Strength Four. Yeah, that's a fair one. Um, love a non-rogue build. Full zoom. Yeah, exactly. Uh, love me some Orcs versus Skaven. Absolutely. So trips. 
you've got at least a couple of games in. Yeah, so I managed to get my first Entoyment League game in last Wednesday, and it was also absolutely rammed with uh, just about every type of game under the sun. I had the joy of... I had, So I've taken High Elves in the league, which is the first time I've played High Elves, um, but I was lucky enough to come up against Black Hawks in game one. Uh, a lovely player named Adam, who I knew I was in a little bit of trouble to start off with when he was pulling up uh, Bonehead podcast lineups to line <laughs> his team up. Um, uh, that was uh, definitely a bit of a worry. Uh, I received the ball. Um, uh, I decided to go full in on let's see if the passing meta really is a broken meta. Um, uh, I got managed to get five completions in the whole game, and that was with only having the ball for about six turns in total. Uh, I, I ended up winning that one 2-1 um, and out-casualtying the Black Orcs, which um, Ooh, I'm sure includes that. Crazy. Did you target his goblins then? Um, I went after a goblin and uh, I managed to tease a Black Orc over to the sideline uh, to then be uh, ganged up on by elves who are very happy to push a black orc off. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think he, an armor busted uh, black, black orc out of that. Um, yeah, took away the 2 1 win, but he did manage to complete the troll full set of skills. So we had the troll vomit, uh, the troll eat uh, a. Uh, oh, wow. Um, a goblin uh the troll managed to then smash one of my players and last but not least the troll threw a goblin uh picked up an spp and the goblin ran in for a touchdown as well so nice an absolute full set um with the occasional bit of uh, stupidity uh <laughs> just to really wrap off the troll experience see i'm a little but, bit yeah, very here. happy because I've got I've a favoritism towards you, absolutely. But now I've been playing the Black Orcs. I've got such, like, such a gleam when I hear someone's running Black Orcs. I'm like, yeah, get them. Use that grab spam. Yeah, just absolutely pound them it, into the dirt. It it was a bit like that. It was quite nice when uh, yeah, two Black Orcs went off in the second half, and I still had a full uh, full set of eleven. So yeah, that, at that point uh, I was loving the two plus dodgers so managed to get out of the game with no injuries um and some skill up so uh yeah looking forward to my next game next week and i can't remember who i've got for love nor money i'll just look it up i've got i've got i think i've got joe solo with his tomb kings next oh really you do, yeah you've got tomb kings next week and i've got oh i've got an ogre team next week lovely <laughs> Uh, yeah, that could cost you a couple of elves. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, and that's an ogre team with five ogres and a runt punter. They went full on. That's brilliant. I think the 4-4 build for ogres is the is the kind of better all-round point, but if you can do it with five... Four re-roll. Yeah, four re-roll, four ogres. But you can do it with five and two, which is... Uh, brave i think but if you're <laughs> if you're like if you're competent and confident with them it, it's all right um you are saving a while but you've got more games for your ogres to actually pick up skills and more more times to do casualties it's quite short league trips isn't it the enjoyment one yeah i think it's um six games uh one every three weeks and then uh into the playoffs so um 
I shall be hoping to skill up some high elves uh, to uh, get into the playoffs and um, see you there, hopefully, Ben. <laughs> Do you reckon the um, the high armour of the high elves uh, helped you out a bit? It definitely did. I, I, I think I got very lucky. Um, Adam dust quite a bit of armour, but um, he rolled a lot of snake eyes when it came to... To uh, injury roll, so yeah, a stunned Something elf. I noticed was... immediately playing Elven Union from playing like high elves is like, wow, armor seven sucks, oh. seven plus sucks. Uh, like, armor, yeah. armor eight, eight plus and nine plus is is the is the same difference as two plus and three yeah. plus rolls in game, right? Yeah, yeah, it really is. Yeah, it's like so many eights get rolled, and yeah. you're just like. Yeah. But I really did enjoy the the versatility of of going. Hmm, my elves are in the wrong place. I shall just roll dice until they arrive in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I've experienced you playing elves as well now, Trips. So even if that was Elven yeah. Union in Sevens, because uh, Trips came over last night and we got a couple more games of uh, Seven Super Series in, which has been great. I'm a bit bit gutted Milton couldn't join us tonight because there's obviously some controversy around uh, a couple of turns <laughs> in Game 2 between him and myself. <laughs> If you haven't seen that, do go watch it. Uh, there's there's a, a big play and also a game state that it's kind of... It's been interesting to see everyone's comments in the chat about that. I kind of caught up earlier um, while I was on a call. I was like, oh, okay. Milton was right. There's some people who are jolly upset. Um, and, I mean, he was expecting the abuse for the play that he made, uh, even though I think it is a very reasonable and understandable play. Uh, but there, there was a game state issue that affected everything. It's been really interesting to see the controversy. And I'm like, it's just the same as in the NFL when someone misses a foul, when the referee gives someone a foul or something. It's just... Skills are optional in Blood Bowl. He could have just chosen not to use <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's... There is an element of that. There is an element of that. Anyway, uh, I've got a couple of bits in chat. Uh, the Artful Blood just says, uh, hi, uh, had a great game with Ogres the other day. Had Rumbelo and the Black Gobbo. Yeah, who was amazing in a league game against Underworld 2-2 and a crazy game turned on five ones in a row. Terrible for the opponent. Nah, that'll do it. Uh, then my dice went hot, leaving two players on the pitch. Wow. Uh, looking forward to Ogres this week in the Sevens Championship. They're so good. So much access to stars in the Ogre Belly spell is ace. Do you know what? I love the fact that we've got the Ogre Belly spell, but I have yet to get it to the pitch. Um, I, I think I love the idea of it because uh, you know one big line basically across a pitch just murdering everybody in a row uh, that's the dream you think you ran the the chain lighting didn't you ben yeah yeah the skaven one i think it's the same thing really isn't it uh well the, the fire belly just you pick a line basically and everyone gets hit on a four plus in along that line just the the chain lightning one I think that's the same as oh really I think that is chain lightning same. can continue forever and ever as long as everyone's close enough uh, it was the warp lightning. I think it is just a sideline to sideline line. Oh, fair enough. Well, yeah, I, I, I mean, I like the idea of it a lot. Uh... It wasn't great. <laughs> it wasn't great. It wasn't game changing. I think I'd rather have the two plus lightning strike than still. Oh, you yeah. You kind of know is more likely to do something. That's, well, yeah, now that's gone. That's sad. Uh, Skaven next with the highest TV difference of 600k. So running ogres and with 600k of inducements. Gee, just Morgan Bomber? Papa Probably. Z, how you doing? Um anyway, so good. so yeah, we've had some um we've had some good games. And hobby wise, uh well, I think we've all done quite a bit of hobby as well, haven't we? 
Yeah, I was trying to think what I did, and then I remember what I did do. <laughs> yeah, you've uh, got very cool evidence of what you did do as well. Um, I don't know if we've done that because I, I, I was going to talk about my Warcry board that oh, I made. Dude, Ooh, I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that was amazing. Yeah, I just randomly decided to um make a board for Warcry, which using the old Argos photo frame, I think that's a Warhanam trick. Um, was it a photo frame and... or was it a cork pin board? Oh, sorry, a yeah, no, cork board. Ah, yeah, there cork you go. Board. I was gonna say the cork pin board okay. is the Warhanam trait. Yeah, ah, yeah, it's I like I think it's up to eighteen pounds now. But for something that's a oh. size literally the size of a Warcry board, like with an inch on each side, basically. Um, yeah, it was awesome, and I uh, used up some leftover sawdust finally from my table that I've been keeping in the vacuum cleaner. Uh, <laughs> kind of bulked it out a bit. Covered it in. I'm going to use that one with Tiff next time I don't empty the vacuum cleaner. (laughs) But no, 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 no. No, Ben said I need to keep that for basing materials. Uh, Sawdust, maybe, like dust and dead spiders, maybe not. Um, That's pretty pretty war cry, I think. (laughs) Yeah, that is true, actually. And it's for the spider gang. So, Um, but yeah, it's a volcanic board I've done. Uh, So I covered it in that, built up layers. I did some kind of cracked rock with uh, cork that I kind of blended in and then I covered it all in tile grout and then sprayed it with glue, covered it all in more tile grout, sprayed it with glue, more tile grout, sprayed it with glue. Um, Has it dried Only yet? because I didn't really have sand. <laughs> yeah, that did dry and it dried like a rock. It's fantastic. Um, and then I went for a resin pour for the lava because I'm kind of doing like a volcanic, uh, I think they, they've got a games workshop name for it. I think it's Varanite. It's lava. Um, TM. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, I did so I tried um polyester resin for the first time mixed with some acrylic ink and that is still drying and it's been at least a week, I think. <laughs> Coming up to a week. I think I started on Friday. It's still drying. It's like it like I could lift it upside down now. It's not going to pour everywhere, but it's like sticky. Um, so I don't know if I got the catalyst ratio right because you got to like pour it in a catalyst and you kind of got to like, eyeball it. It says pour in three percent catalyst to resin, and you're just like, Ooh, how do you do that? Like, <laughs> that's impossible. The stuff doesn't pour like it's not like water. You could measure it. It's like it comes out like goo, and so you can't really accurately measure it. And then with the catalyst, I'm there with a pipette, being like three percent maybe. <laughs> um, I don't have scales accurate enough to do that. And yeah, it's so I just eyeballed it. Um, yeah, so fingers crossed that dries and goes well. But once that's good, that, that once that's done, it'll be good. Take that to club and play some Warcry. So, yeah, I, I, you can't beat a pitch or a board. You can't. It's just something about building terrain, stadiums, blooming space hulks, trips. You know, it's just, oh, yeah. it's just that's just the gamer dream. I think. Oh, definitely the way to go. Definitely way to go. I've been continuing the Necromunda kill team uh, board uh, print and build, uh, started assembling the board. Um, I can say, thank goodness I had a million clamps uh, for the woodworking (laughs) to use because it was tight, let's put it this way, putting the the clips together and uh, yeah, definitely needed all clamping, but uh, going together awesomely, quick bit of spraying. Uh, get some colour on it, and yeah, now already at the stage when I need to actually start planning it out because it's working uh, really well. So yeah, we'll be continuing with that over the uh, next few weeks. 
a mix between uh, print and then um, stop piling up plastic uh, and assemble it in, into into groups. Oh, that's a big old project. That that's so that cool. Is, yeah. Um, and the last bit of hobby for me is I built a Lizardman team and painted it uh, and printed it and printed the bases. So this is, can I get it on camera? Left to right is higgledy-piggledy. Um, I went with Brute Fun and people keep saying that I paint my stuff too dark. So I painted them bright orange. <laughs> really, really, really quick paint job. It's certainly not not very good, and I don't think it's going to look very nice on the PTZ cams on Thursday night. But it's ready. We've got a Lizardman team ready to go for the live stream tomorrow night, which I'm super, super, super excited for. The sevens one we did was a ton of fun, a ton of fun, also a ton of fun, um, and uh, you know, getting to try out the new Zone roster on the pitch on a live mm. stream on thursday if you're listening to the podcast when this comes out it will have already happened so just jump on to the youtube and watch it uh because it i have no doubt it will be a really good fun game have you guys decided who's playing what yet uh no, no i haven't can roll a dice no, no we have not but seeing as they are your amazon team ben i think you should probably play the amazon team oh no that's a lot of pressure Okay, um, <laughs> I'll play them and forget all the rules. Sounds good. Well, that's it. That's well, it. We're gonna be. It's gonna be a, a friendly, chill game where we can explore some of the new Amazon skills. And I think when it comes to the first hit and run, we'll have to probably talk that through. Uh, when it comes to, well, at least defensive won't be important for a long time in a league, for example, until someone starts getting guard, or unless someone brings Estelle, the new uh, Amazon star player. Who starts with guard? I'm impressed with Estelle. Um, really think she's going to be popular. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think she she'll definitely be the piece you, you want to get in with Amazon's. Yeah, 190k for a, a dodge step guard piece that comes with a spell is is pretty good. Like I'm I'm sold. I'm sold on Estelle. Uh, got a couple of bits in chat here. Warp lightning can earth itself, so not quite the same. Um, Art for Blodger said had a giant against Chaos Chosen, but with all the dodge tackle on Rumble wins for me. Yeah, tackle works beautifully. Um, Blood Time is the homeopathy mixer. One drop is all you need in the three liters of water. Uh, Lizard looked good from here. Cheers, Papa C. Paul says my next job is to paint my new Kickstarter succubus Sylvan teams. Yeah, Rick has dropped those off for us to do an unboxing review. So when I get back from holiday. That'll be one of the first ones we did. Karen said, I also just built a Lizardman team with a Croxagore, then built a Yeti and Dribble Snot since they were on the desk too. Stevie! Um, nice to see you like the Frog Lady now. I do like the Frog Lady now. I still don't massively like the model, but we've got the new Grebo model on the way again to review, so I, I think I'm going to be a bigger fan of that one. Um, started painting my Orcs as Karen. Ah, oh, the Wyatton Greenskins. Uh, NFL Washington colours. Ah. Oh. Time for you to take command. Um, bless Washington. Uh, they've, they've renamed the Washington uh, football team to the Washington Commanders. And I do um, remember this. Yeah, which is a good move. Let's be honest, it's a good move. It's a good move to a different name, but it's a good sure. good move to a bad name. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um. But they did an interview with like their new quarterback, and he was just so non-committal about it. He was like. Looks like it's time to uh, take command. And everyone was just like, that is cringy. 
and his investment in it poor poor Carson Wentz his investment was just so minimal that it just went down a treat um so he became he became a meme for a meme for a bit uh and I love it and I'll, that's brilliant the NFL podcast I listen to loves to just play it as often as possible um because it is quite bad <laughs> but it's cool 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 <laughs> Stevie oh how big are the blockers next to the other models oh dude we'll come to Ooh. that in a minute but yeah <laughs> it's an interesting one i've got to say the amazon models are actually really nice so i'm painting them up at the moment and they are in fact very nice games workshop models i think you did call that ben that they're, as far as like unit models if they were unit models this would be a sweet looking unit um i think that was you anyway ben maybe i've just invented it was you said yes. it was you good um but yes i tell you what i think we probably gassed enough about hobby uh, we're all pretty excited to talk through Amazons. So I think we should move on to the Amazon spike and whatnot. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Okay, so Amazons have finally been released uh just i mean when did when was that it's like three months ago now the preview was out it was about three months that's a long time may have been at least 2020 I... ben was in secondary school it was just after our tournament um, <laughs> it, it was, was the weekend of our tournament i think yes it was actually wasn't it yeah because yes i avoided that um <laughs> luckily i took all the camera stuff anyway um we have got our hands on the spike and quite honestly a few of the amazon teams so what we're going to do is we're going to talk through it now by now you've heard about the roster you've heard about the star players and everything and if you follow us on youtube you've probably seen some of the videos that cover it but this is a podcast so we are going to spend some time talking through the changes talking through the rosters um because it's quite quite a change so we've got the spike magazine here i've not had a look at it yet i'm hoping that we can pick this up on camera all right i know we've got our faces in the way but um i've just figured it would be worth going through nice bit of zon art there with the lizard man which i, I quite like the look of um how many pages is this one this is 36 pages which is i do the unboxings and stuff and then they just stick next to my desk which is exactly the same as the norse one so I imagine it's the cool. same kind of thing. Right. This is the most important thing here, which is the roster. So the new Amazon roster. Enhance. There we go. I'm probably going to get too distracted playing with the camera on this one. So I need to I need to not do that. We'll play with the cameras tomorrow. Uh, so Nord to 16, Eagle Warrior Lineman, 50k, Movement 6, Edge 3+, Strength 3, Passing 4+, Armor 8+, Dodge, Primary General, Agility, Strength as secondary. That's exactly the same as the old Amazon guys, right? Yep. Okay, yep. so no change there. The Python Warrior Throwers, 80k, Movement 6, Strength 3, Ange 3+, plus, Passing 3+, plus BT. So they're just as good as um, your nobility mateys, which is obviously really uh, important. Um, how much is the nobility thrower? Like 700k. <laughs> uh, no, I think he's 95. That's crazy. Uh, seven seventy-five. Oh, okay. oh, his thing is the is it the wrestlers that are ninety-five? Uh, the Blitz is one hundred and five, isn't he? Um, so Python Blitz Warrior... is one hundred and five. Bodyguard ninety. Yeah. Right. Okay. 
Python Warrior Throwers, uh, 80k, 6333 3 plus 8, dodge, on the ball, pass, and safe hands. I think this is kind of where I want to start talking about um, these these guys, because passing, what's the two most important elements for a thrower, for a quarterback on your Blood Bowl roster? What, do you, what would you say the most important things to make a decent thrower is? Passing 2+. plus. Picking up the ball. Yeah. yeah. Which is I, obviously... I'd add being alive in the second half as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's quite important for most players. Um, yeah. So, passing... This, this has got neither of those. Uh, so, you've got passing three plus with pass, which is okay. I mean, to be fair, in the olden times, passing three plus was as good as it got for a lot of teams. Um, now it's as yeah. good as it gets for, like, one player on every team but um on the ball and safe pass now safe pass is a high elf skill right guys yeah and you've both played high elves so safe pass is it is it a useful skill no not on someone with passing three plus if you have passing two plus and cannoneer it might come up i it's something that really annoys me about the skill is it's only good in a really bad situation which you can completely avoid. Well, safe pass is so the one where if, one... You, if you fumble, you keep the ball, right? That's safe pair of hands. I think safe pass, isn't that the one where you can you have to throw over people? Isn't that Cloudburster? Where you have to re-roll failed interception. Oh, that's Cloudburster. Sorry. Yeah. Safe yeah. passes. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> God, there's so many skills that sound the you same. You had me worried then. I was like, oh no, I've done the Amazon videos all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just an idiot. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, the high-off guy's got right. both Cloudburster and Safe Pass, isn't it? So That's why I got confused, because it used to be the one skill, didn't it? Yeah. That was Safe yeah. Pass. Yeah, and then they yeah. made it two skills yeah. and gave them both <laughs> to the same player. <laughs> and kept the name of the old one to half of it. Yeah, it's very confusing. I know, not not expert. But yeah, Trips, that's what the skill is, isn't it? Is it if, you, if you fumble, you just retain the ball. If you fumble... You don't fumble. Yeah. Yeah. I have had that come up in a game before where I played against them. Um, I don't know when it was, but I, I don't think it was against either of you. But I've played against a team where they've had safe pass. I think it may have been a random or something. And uh, I blatted the... Oh, no, the ball, ball carrier rolled a one. And I was immediately like, yes, here we go. Like I'm like we've got a fumble situation here as a high agility coach. Like this is like the best thing you can see is a double one in the backfield when you're Skaven because that's my ball now. Um, but then they were like, oh yeah, safe pass. I just retain it and everything's fine. It was like, oh, that's so aggravating. It's a really interesting skill for this player to have. Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I I think if it counted for wildly inaccurate as well, I would love it. I think where it's fumble is like, like I kind of wish it was just like a a veto, like if you fail a pass, you can choose to hang on to it, which might be really strong. As in like yeah. wild inaccurate or fumble, basically like throwing inaccurate passing and missing and getting a turnover, that's totally fine. Like you can't avoid that. But like if things go bad, you're just like nah, because fumble sometimes <laughs> it's just like. Sometimes fumbling's okay. It's the wildly inaccurate that really can screw yeah. you over. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes fumbling is is just 
just fine. Um, you kind of plan for it usually, especially when you're yeah. passing three plus. It's a it's a little bit like a half skill, and it's interesting because they've got like you get three base skills with them, and safe pass is almost like a little tag on that. It's not going to come up very much. It's not going to get used very much, but it is nice having it. <laughs> this positional yeah. looks like Ben was running it in league and just kept taking random passing skills. Yes, it does. Yes. 100%. <laughs> well, safe I mean, pass, on the ball is great. I was going to say, dude, I mean, safe pass is going to be really, really helpful every now and again. Like, literally, one in six, no, not in one in 36 throws, it is going to save you from a disaster. But on the ball, yeah, I absolutely love this skill. Like, chameleon skinks have got it, and it's, it, I, I, guess, I was going to say, it's underrated. It's not like, the best skill out there but those three extra squares on kickoff are phenomenal this player is essentially movement nine on the kickoff or passing two plus on the kickoff if you take those three extra squares of movement into consideration when making your pass that's that's a really good um good skill i mean did you end up with otb on your thrower ben in your league yeah really handy really really handy um I used to take kickoff return on my Skaven throwers of old, and it was just awesome because you just get that free move. Maybe, I mean, three squares. If you're in the middle, if you're on the sweet spot, that's seven squares squared, like seven by seven area of the pitch where your guy's going to be under the ball and you're going to have a free, as far as this player's concerned, a free four plus to catch the ball. So it's not quite as good as sure hands, but it can be, you've got that mobility. And then when and if your opponent does make that pass, you get three free squares of movement. Now, you've got to dodge in things, but all of the players on this roster come with dodge. So I think having those throwers, and it's not just a case of, oh, they're making a throw, I can now move my guy to get in the path. No, 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 it doesn't say that anymore. They make a throw, you get to move your guy three squares, which means you can redeploy, which can yeah. be really 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 massive um so they're wrapped up with general passing as primary skills and agility and secondary as agility and strength as secondary skills i i think they're going to be i think they're going to be really good i don't know if you need two but i mean because they're because on the ball works in defensive passing it might be useful i think you'll end up yeah. with two very much like um, the Norse Valkyrie because you're probably going to end up with them being targeted so actually having two alive and on the pitch at the same time in a league might be quite tricky the advantage of having two as well is you will really be able to set up and cover an entire backfield for the kick um, and if you are playing in a league with other passing teams then yeah having two of these is going to enable you to cover a lot more um and you've got a really good flexibility when they start to skill up as well yeah i mean this is it i was talking through uh, some of the skill packages for these guys and in like a tournament leader is going to be really useful but amazon's are uh, cheap enough you might be able to be all right with it but quite frankly you kind of got two routes right you can go with, you can go accurate and create a passing two plus piece immediately with on the ball or you go block, and then you've got a blodge runner, a blodge thrower. I mean, they're going to be really good, I think, really quickly. They're not going to be amazing without a significant investment, but they are going to be really good. 
So I think they're going to be some of the best tier two throwers in the game. Oh, I'm going to start separating the throwers by tier so they can all be the best thrower in the game. Uh, Caron I says, like them. Um, yeah. All the players with OTB move three on the kick pass. Uh, just the pass. Only one gets to move, I think, on the kick. But everyone gets to move on the pass, I believe. Might have to check that in a second. But yeah. No, I think that's going to be interesting. Or oh, oh, BT's got the rule book. I'm on it. I've never, I've never had more than one OTB player on the pitch. And then? It's one open player with a skill on kick. Yeah, so one for the kick, but everybody with the passing until one yeah. of them falls over, and then it kind of gives you like a mini blitz, um, which is going to be quite funny. And it's going to come up every now and again, because like, I, I think that probably, I don't know if that triggers for throw teammate or not, but um, it shouldn't probably, but it could be funny if it does. It's another throw action. Okay, so the next positional is the Piranha Warrior Blitzers. These guys are 90k, movement 7, strength 3, edge 3+, plus, passing 5+, plus, armor 8+, plus, dodge, jump up, and the brand new shiny skill, guys, hit and run. What do we hmm. think about this? So the hit and run trait, after a player with this trait performs a block action, they may immediately move one free square, ignoring tackle zones, so long as they are still standing. They must ensure that after this free move, they are not marked by or marking any opposition players. Uh, players must keep up payments or you may lose your house. Is basically... So it says block action and the community at large... Um, is reading that as a blitz as well because a block action is part of a blitz action so it usually specifies if you can't exactly which i think is really like fair well yeah. yeah exactly when i first read it i just immediately went oh it's blocks not blitz and then the internet destroyed me a little bit um and a fair cop to be honest with you um fair shout i mean no block on this compared to the blitzes of old is quite big quite a big deal i think and being replaced by hit and run yeah I still love these players. I love this. This is like, so this, I think, sold the team to me as being way more interesting. So my first comparison were the, um, the in the wear team, the secret team. Yeah. All your oh. linemen are like this, where they're all movement seven, armor eight plus, jump up. They don't have dodge, but they're edge two plus. So... You essentially have these like pieces, which, <laughs> in in the wise words of Chumbawamba, Chumbawamba, they get knocked down, they get right back up again, and you can just keep going, <laughs> and you don't lose momentum with them. And it's so valuable to have that, especially from the get go. It makes your team so rapid, so rapid. Like Amazon's originally really slow, and even this team not massively fast. But when you move, when you put this in, I think that really does change it. Um, the hit and run just saves them as well. So you, the, where the, the cat struggled was, sure, you can bait people, but when you get punched, that's it. Here you can, like, punch and then just, like, get out. And I, I, it's, it's, it saves you having to use the dodge if you don't want to. It, it just gives you so many options. It gives you extra movement. I, I just love it. I really like them. They're, in, they're really interesting. Uh, a big shout out's got to go. Someone did comment on the videos. I'm so sorry. I forgot who it was. Who said, these guys can be amazing. If you get plus two movement to them, so they become movement nine, then you give them sprint, and basically you can block off the line of scrimmage and then move at that free square after the block, 
So you declare a blitz action, punch, move into the open, and then 13 of 12 squares ahead is the end zone. So you can just one turn touchdown using it, which is awesome. I think we worked out that it's like 50 SPP or something. <laughs> <laughs> Two startups, yeah. Yeah. But I think that's great. But no, Ben, I mean... They're going to be a touchdown scorers, so it might not be unfeasible. They are much, much, much faster. And trips, I mean, I know that you love jump up, being a Norse madman. Yeah, well, I think jump up is... It makes them really flexible. You're going to see them all over the place. The thing I really like about the Blitzers is that you can only have two of them because they are going to be awesome pieces and they are going to hog SPP like you wouldn't believe. But you're not if you if you're facing four of these, you're gonna get quite sick of Amazons quite quickly. But just two means there's a bit of bit more thinking that's gonna have to go into how you use them. I like that. And we have gone from four blitzers down to these two fast blitzers who with their general and agility access, I think should realistically be called catchers. I think with that fast I was gonna say yeah, sorry, sorry. My, the first skill I take on them is catch, hands down. Well, but, it's it's yeah. catch or block, isn't it? Block is the technically correct choice, right? Because then they can you they can be used as blitzers, and it's going to keep them alive. But because what they've got that mean? agility access, if you want to go fast Amazons, and I, I'm kind of hoping that we see a bit of delineation between slow Amazons and fast Amazons, where that thrower gets passing two plus uh, or gets accurate early on, and then both your blitzers take catch, and then actually you've got some rapid like quick pass quick sprint game um and that could be like trip says actually a really successful way to score a lot of touchdowns and then spoiler alert it's probably how i'm gonna play them um because you know why not they're movement nine they're movement seven on the board but they're movement nine with a reroll so boom um <laughs> movement 10 using hit and run which is just tasty and then sprint movement 11 yeah <sighs> Then all I gotta do is save up fifty SPP for plus two movement, and you know, gonna be one turn touching touchdowns with um, the particularly peculiar model that is the blitz catcher. <laughs> and then, as Trip said, we've gone from four blitzers to two fast blitzers and two slow blitzers with the introduction of the Yaguar Warrior Blocker model piece. One hundred and ten k movement six, strength four, but no agility penalty. At three plus with passing five plus armor nine plus and dodge and defensive. Now I think we can all agree that defensive is a bit of an edge case skill at the beginning of a league, but I think when you're playing against this guard heavy teams, defensive turns off a base contact guard piece in their turn. So if you are in base contact with another player from the opponent's side with guard on the guard player's turn, they don't get to use guard. And these girls. I've got general and strength. So, Trips, I believe you're a big fan of strength four blodging pieces. Definitely a big fan of strength four blodging pieces. And I think defensive will be a good tournament skill because uh, we see quite a lot of guard in tournament. I th what's really interesting for me about these is these are the as, as close as you're going to get to a big, uh, a big guy or, on this team despite the miniature. Um, but having edge three plus and dodge is going to give you a lot more flexibility with how you use them because they're not just going to get stuck 
in the middle of pieces and not being able to get away, you will genuinely be able to reposition these to where you need them. I mean, it's quite scary. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I refer to them as griffettas, but if anything, they're just they're just Carlas. They're just because Carla von yeah. Kill is move six, strength four, match three plus with block and dodge. Uh, all right, these guys don't have do block to begin with, but they're two touchdowns away from getting block. And quite frankly, who is going to stop a strength six movement, uh, movement six, strength four player that often with dodge? Because this is it. This is the most aggravating thing. And this is where defensive comes into play. To get a good block on a strength four player, you either have to have a strength five player, a strength four player with assist, or some strength three guys, probably with guard. Well, the guard doesn't work. And if you can get a one or two die block against the blockers, they've got dodge as well. So it's just going to be so aggravating to pop these guys down anyway. And once they've got a touchdown and MVP or two, two touchdowns, that's it. Surely it's straight to block. And then you are strength four blodgers. And then you've kind of got this really interesting dynamic where you've got an all right thrower, two fast blitzers and two hench blitzers where you've kind of got this i can slip by you using a clever use of the hit and run and my dodge skill and my movement seven or i can just punch through you with my carl of on kills it's yeah it's it's so exciting Bec and you get it's those I think having a strength four blocker as well who can do something with add three means you've got a runner if you want to play a slower game if you want need to hold out it's not a bad piece to give the ball to and uh, try and uh, not give the, the the opponent too many turns to score and they actually can get the ball with that add three plus like it's it's they just have so many options it's such a powerful piece I think this is a strong contender for like one of the strongest players in the game to the get-go like this is yeah yeah genuinely frightening well this is the best stat line in the game um I, yeah 100 from mixed a, teams a, a, are looking spicy oh <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah from a stat block point of view movement six strength four edge three plus is just brilliant obviously you'd want two plus instead but like from a, a fairness point of view you've got Looking a gift horse. It's pretty awesome. And they come with dodge, which is something that all those blocker positionals, all of those blocker positionals, cannot take unless it's a secondary skill. And they just kind of get fronted yeah. it up. So you've got your Ulf Warrener's trips, who are edge 4 plus anyway, and to get dodge, they have to save 12 SPP. Bull Centaurs, edge 4 plus. Chaos Warriors, edge 3 plus, but movement 5. And dodge is a double. So these guys are special. But do we do we do we talk about the model right now or should we talk about the model in a bit? Uh, let's talk about it now. Alright, let's talk about it now. Let's have let's a look at the way. Let's have a look at the model. <laughs> the elephant in the room, or rather the diminutive <laughs> elephant in the <laughs> very large room. So this is let's see if we can upset the camera a little bit. One, two. This is the blocker model. The kind of Wolverine pose, right? Um and audio listeners apologize yeah i know i'm waving um so we've got that we've got the, the amazon team here i'm trying my best to use the slap chop method to make them look like absolute garbage sadly um i've got the old foreigner here as well so those of you who are watching on youtube the patrons are on a live stream 
The Ulfwerener was a small strength four piece, right? He was basically the same size as the rest of the Norse roster. Amazons yeah. are appropriately slighter than your average blood bowler because they are just built that way. They've got dodge. They're supposed to be designed to be, you know, live, and that's fine too. But the strength four piece is exactly the same size as the strength three piece. And because they're crouching, it's even smaller. So if you take the Wolfwurren and put them against it, the the Wolfwurren is crouching a little bit as well, but it just they just look really small. And from a from like a top down profile point of view, they look small as well. And then you bring in a mummy who's supposed to be strength five, and you're like, I don't I I'm not sold. I'm not sold on the strength, I think. Got a wood elf here as well. Uh, because it is my desk. And we've got a nobility thrower here as well. And the nobility thrower versus the uh, Amazon linewoman is bigger. Which is alright. They've got armor. He's got more armor. That makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. And then compare this blocker, blitzer, blocker, to the nobility guy. I I don't I don't see strength yeah. four here. I do not see strength four here. And I I know it's gonna be fine because you know what we had this with nobility, right, didn't we? Where we were like, well, I'm never gonna be able to tell those different pieces apart. Like who's the blitzer? What's this? Who's this guy? Um but I don't know. I I, I guess I was expecting something a bit bigger. Um and the fast blitzers they're fine. Like size wise, they're okay. They're smaller than we They look elves. a bit more hench than the blockers. This is my when I first saw the team, I thought they were the blockers. We all thought that. Like from the uh, the stream yeah. from the Games Workshop stream, we were like, oh, they've got them the wrong way around, and that's what the delay was. But no. So you have to watch out. The blockers are actually the strength for crouching tiny tiger people, which is gonna be interesting, I think. And it's gonna it's gonna I guess throw the people claws out. Don't give you claws, but rather more strength. <laughs> Strength three, Maybe. dauntless claws. Yeah, all right. I see that. Movement seven. That's what that model looks like. I see that. Yeah. Yes, definitely. Yeah, interesting one. So it, it, they they don't look what uh, like I expected them to look. Uh, the the team is lovely though. The models are really nice. Um, they build. They're a little bit complex to build, but they're not unbuildable. So they're they're fine. You've got to glue a couple of faces to hair, which is always appreciated. Games Workshop tab tab but it's it's okay it's sustainable we can do it um but yeah from a model size i know stevie in chat asked that is the size difference um he says in fact uh, stevie says got some ideas on bulking them up gonna be harder than the old snow yeah i mean i've got some bases prepped and i'm gonna have to try and um use like lifts in the shoes like we're gonna have to give this the french president routine to make them a lot bigger i think um <laughs> <laughs> uh anyway um <laughs> papa z says this amazon team basically deserves to always face dwarfs um it's an interesting one so yeah the last rough. two things 60k rerolls so they've gone up a bit special rules the illustrian super league only they're getting apothecary and they're tier one do we think tier one is about right yes yeah. i 100 agree I think when when they first dropped these, like the rules in the community page, I was just like, "That looks solid tier one, like solid tier one." Too many skills; these become just 
so dangerous. And I think that that starting with dodge everywhere and having some strength, you you can flexibly play this team however you want. And if you can flexibly play a team however you want, they're a tier one team. Yeah. I can't disagree. I can't disagree. I I I, I I'm just trying to think like okay, there's there's some bits missing there, but actually the whole roster is is good. Each one of these players is pretty good. Um um and I guess before we kind of delve through a couple of other bits in the spike, including the cool new star players, what do you think, Ben, of the adjustment to this roster? Because you know you've got and have beautifully painted a nice Amazon team. To see it change from four, and you played Amazons, you played Amazons in sevens, didn't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, the sewer bowl. Yes, yeah, you did. So, what's what's your take? Is this a is this a thumbs up, thumbs down situation? I thumbs up for me. I really like it. I think the roster is interesting, which is the biggest thing for me. Amazons were so boring. Um. <laughs> The players are way more defined and you build them way differently. It's not, I don't think it's as simple as taking block on everything. Yes, that's still going to be very, very good. And your line women, probably that's what you're going to be doing. Yeah. Um, however, I don't think it's as simple now with the positionals. The losing four blitzers, that just wasn't fun. Um, so that's good. Like I said, with the, with the blitzers, I think... They give you, and Ian touched on this as well, you just have the flexibility now. You don't, you, you can do what's needed um, rather than just the one trick that's really, really strong. Yeah, still think they're really, really strong. I still think they're really, really, really strong. I think you've 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 clocked it there for me. They are way more interesting. Like that, you you can build the you can build some of these players in different ways. If you want to go run heavy, then you do go block even on the thrower and actually. You go strength four block, strength four block, throw with block, catches maybe with catch, do something different. If you want to go fast paced speed, you can actually put catch on those catches with the thrower and do some stuff. But I mean, trips. Uh, what's your take? Is this a is this a good thing for you? Are you you going to be sad to miss all the blodge guard spam? Um, I don't think many people are going to be sad to see Amazon's change. And I think, as Ben said, this it's an interesting roster. I think that, I mean, we saw it within our, our group. Everyone saw the roster come out and went, ooh, you could do this and that, and that's good. I like the slight raise of the re-rolls because you don't want an Amazon coach stacking up three, four re-rolls pretty easily. Um, and that that the roster flexibility in terms of what is an Amazon team at 1,100, 1,150 going to look like, you don't automatically know what it's going to look like now yeah. um and would will the team be fun if you take random skills on it yes and i think that's such a big part of of uh, blood bowl 2020 is that random quick skills up and i think amazons who take some random skills will be good fun that's really yeah they, they're going to be pretty powerful um uh, and yeah you're going to have bad days when someone actually breaks all that eight plus armor but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing them played, and I'm looking forward to um, playing against them. I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I, sorry, I, I one more thing. Good. I really like that the line women are still 50k. That's awesome. That's cheap. 
fair is very cheap, which means that you're not going to get stuck in debt because you will be losing players. That's fair. Skaven price land. Um, I think given the fact that the Norse players didn't change cost as well, there might have been a little mini riot if <laughs> if they'd gone up True. in price. Um, I could see them being fifty-five or sixty though. Sixty out of push, but fifty-five. Like dodges are really strong skill to start with. Because aren't the Norse one sixty? No, they're, they're still fifty k. I fifty as well. Yeah. Wow. Okay, yeah, yeah, that is surprising. I'm going to join the riot. Yeah, grab my pitchfork. <laughs> yeah, yeah Norse, Norse are OP. So I mean, what can you do? Um, yeah. <laughs> so now I don't want to. I want to. I think it's important that we kind of reflect it on both sides. On the one hand, you know, we're excited because it gives the roster some differential. Um, but on the other hand, there's a couple of things that I think have got uh, a little bit, not necessarily missed, but to start this team with league or with a low skill environment, yeah, you've got loads of dodge. You you don't have integral shorthands. You don't have any block. So you are basic. It is going to feel weak. And I think if you get drawn against a block heavy team, in the first kind of six games of your life, it is going to be hard going for Zons because, like you said, Ben, you're going to lose some dudes. And your blitzers are great, but they're only um, they're only strength three eight plus. And if you lose a blocker early on, like strength four is a great combat skill of its own, right? But if you lose a blocker, you are kind of punching a bit, and you don't have a lot of offense. All you have is three plus plus dodges to position to give you vanilla dice which isn't going to be automatic like you are going to it's going to be there's going to be some some hard work sometimes i think oh sorry i got a bit of a cold now which is just in time yeah. for my holiday I mean, so that's good yeah you you say that and and yeah if you come up against a team that's going to smack you around in your first couple of games that's going to hurt but They've got access to a star player or two that you wouldn't mind taking that would really help. And with those cheap linemen, and you're likely to not just be grinding a one-score game, the way you can rapidly up your money in 2020, you can you can buy back players. We we can see when coaches lose a rat ogre in game one. <laughs> Doesn't take that long to get it back. No, loves bringing that up. Um, and my, my second point was that while I think it's definitely the right thing to have only two each of those positionals, the problem with this roster is the same a little bit the same as the old one, which is you buy it all really soon. There's there's the only choice you have here from an Amazon building of a roster from a league point of view is do I go with one thrower or two? Like that that's that's basically your only choice. You're going with both the strength four pieces. You're going with both the movement seven pieces. There will be Amazon coaches out there who don't bother with the thrower at all, and that's fine, but that's your only point. The cool thing about nobility, and Ben, I know you've lived this, is there's a couple of different ways to start your team. Like, do I go Ogre Build? Do I go Max Bodyguards? Like, it's really interesting. Um, but th this roster is is one of those, like, I take everything, and then... I've got nothing left to buy, which is something that dwarves suffer from as well. Uh, but... Yeah, I'd have really liked to see four blitzers. I think that would have given you that speed angle. Um... Yeah, tough one. With all that hit and run, it could have been a bit, a bit riotous. It's an interesting Maybe, one. But... 
yeah. I, I still maintain too bad. I still maintain they should have had a, a catcher, a catcher piece. Same stats as the blooming human catcher would have been really. And then you could have gone with a couple of different builds. Uh, but I mean, this is still way more interesting. And you've got players that you can develop in a couple of different ways. And hey, the fact the rerolls have gone off, you do get some choices. You know, is it the two reroll max positional build? Is it the no throwers, three rerolls, apothecary? Like, there's a couple of things you can do. But by the time you're 1100, you've got everything you're ever going to want. Um, and I don't know. That's that's something I guess we see a lot of. Um, but I think Norse trips, you 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 don't really start with everything you want to start with, right? No, with Norse, you're definitely picking what you're trying to save for. Um, and there's a, again a couple of different versions of it. I think you, you, we see that in the teams where there's that extra positional, um, or there's a big guy as well. It's it's the you can have everything but no big guy. You can have a big guy and you're missing one or two things. Yeah, um, and then apothecary feels like a dream down the line. I think the I think I might just be pining for a big guy for this team. <laughs> but that's fine that's fine they do get access to some decent star players i think zug is a pretty good one um right let's have a little bit of a look through the rest of the spike you've got the hall of fame team uh oh estelle's actually on the team that's exciting uh they're piranha warrior blitzers dodge hit and run jump up sprint strip ball they put leap on an edge two plus blitzer hmm, interesting that's the 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 dream ones okay First star player is up, and it is Estelle Levano. Levano. I, I, my, my English is questionable at times. My non-English is beyond questionable. Um, I love the. All right, this is the star player previously known as the Frog Lady. Um, had a great comment on one of the videos. They were like, Ben, I watched this video, and I had to. I was like, Who the heck is Estelle? And then I realised it was the Frog Lady. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so the Frog Lady. Um, 190k, movement 6, strength 3, edge 3 plus, passing 4 plus, armor 8 plus. So, 9 woman stats. Uh, skills wise, though, disturbing presence, dodge, guard, sidestep, and loner 4 plus, which is an awesome stat line. And baleful hex, once per game, at the beginning of Estelle's activation, choose an opposition player within 5 squares and roll a d6. On a 2+, the chosen player loses their tackle zone and cannot be activated until the opposition's next team turn. Until the end of the opposition's next team turn. We are going to assume that the end of the opposition's next turn means they cannot be activated during their next turn. Until after the end. But that's going to be FAQ'd probably in May next year. So that's, that's, that's what we're going with. That's what most of the hubbub seems to go because it... It lines up nicely with some of the wizard spells we've seen from Dungeon Bowl. So yeah, 190k for a dodge step guard disturbing presence piece that once per game on a 2+, just boneheads somebody for an entire turn. How are we feeling about the frog lady? So I, I, I really like her as a star. I think we'll see this star more than the other ones, definitely for Amazons. Yeah, this is really powerful. I mean, that spell is good. That spell is really good. And if that was on a wizard, that would be 150k. And so for 40k, you're getting those stats and those skills. Yeah, that's um, yeah, that's that's really interesting. I like this a lot. 
just knocks half the Amazon team onto the ground. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I hope that noise is just bases, but no, <laughs> no, no, that was the team. Um, yeah, I think it's the College of Life spell. Uh, the chosen player is grasped by vines and cannot be activated during that team turn. Additionally, the player has no tackle zone until the end of the next activation. That's kind of the vibe. It's definitely worded better for that. What, here? Well, here in the Dungeon Bowl rulebook. You know exactly what oh, it can okay. do. So I was thinking that actually that was the, the thing. Because there's a fair chance that this skill is going to come back and they're going to be like, oh, no, no. It just means that they have to be the last player that's activated in that turn, which means nothing, really, for most cases. So if they do come back and FAQ that, then she's going to drop down from being really interesting to a expensive guard piece, which, to be fair, in the Amazon roster, I think is really good. Now, they can only, she can only be taken by Lustre in Super League, but this is now the second guard star player, Ivar Eriksson, while not being as good as Griff block guard was still really aggravating trips when we played oh yeah that i think any star player with guard is really really worth it and it, it, particularly if you are taking a star player because you are down on players giving you guard is really boosting the players around it and helps you try and get some spp on not just the star player you've induced um it will mean you get your star targeted but who's not targeting a star player when you're playing against one anyway yeah uh dot miniature in chat said if they're tier one you won't get a huge amount of skills to help in tournaments but star players will be good this is definitely a star player that will help your team i mean it, it, even with that spell alone like ben said like wizards 150k i this is a spell you would probably pay 150k for because on a two plus it just you time walk your opponent if they're about to score Two plus, you don't get to score. Like two plus, you have to leave that ball carrier in place. Or two plus, I just bump the guy and walk straight past into the end zone. It is once per game, and hey, ones happen in Blood Bowl, right? But just to be able to have that, and then if it doesn't work out, you still have an extra lineman who's got guard and disturbing presence is going to come up as well, and sidestep. Like she's going to die as quickly as anyone else but i guess dodge is going to keep her alive but that guard piece is just it's just a spell that comes with a useful journeyman I, yeah i think it's awesome um and i think i think i'm hoping we'll see her at, at sca in one of the amazon rosters because 190k very affordable you drop a reroll that takes your roster down to 940 you take her, and then you probably have to drop a spare player. But actually, at that point, you've got 12 players with her. You chuck leader on your thrower. Two rerolls plus leader, plus some block on your team, plus a stell. You know, it, it's 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 going to allow you to play your team, which I think is, is really good. Because, I mean, Trips, you're a big Griff boy. Um, but Griff owns oh, the yeah. game. I think Estelle is one of the best supporting star players we've ever seen. It's particularly that price range. I think that's a, a price range that is, unfortunately, with the uh, with the amount of bashes, that is the kind of price range you will be looking at if you are having a bad bad couple of runs. 
I love this art. We've got an Amazon Blitzer giving a, a noogie to a witch elf. <laughs> 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 which is actually really cool uh yeah i really oh, like the blood bowl art it's uh, so good brute fun is in chat brute fun uh, he says that model though with uh with a squinty face yeah uh i'm really hoping we see some nice models to as alternate sculpts for all of these star players um now i know that brute fun is a very busy chap making some <laughs> very good models but <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, Rain in chat also says, I completely agree. This team looks great for random skills. The dice gods might show a skill tree that you weren't thinking of. That's a really cool way to think about it. <laughs> he says soon. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's a really interesting one. I mean, we've, we've kind of seen that in league, in this league, right? Where you're taking random skills and actually it's been like, oh, that's cool. Oh, you know what? Pro Frenzy on a Black Orc Goblin is pretty good fun. Um, I've got Frenzy Wrestle now as well, which I don't think is going to... I think having two Frenzy Goblins on a Black Orc team might be subpar, but might be more to see. Anyway, good art. Do like that. Whoa, wrong way on the camera. There we go. Let's get that centralised. Um, <clears throat> before we move on, Jen says, uh, I think it's pretty good the Games Workshop seems to make the new teams more in line with the other more average performing teams instead of trying to match the strength of the strongest performing ones. I agree. Let's think about the last mm. teams the Games Workshop have introduced. Black Orcs, Nobility, Necromantic Tweak, um, Snotlings, The Norse Tweak, the amazon tweak none of them are like what the heck is this a mess in one way or another like black orcs are a really yeah. fun team to run nobility are a really fun team to run they're not brilliant but they are a fun different starting point and i think the amazons kind of fulfill that role now and the same with norse like they they, they nerfed the linemen a bit but that was probably a really good thing they still do the thing they do but they're just ever so slightly nerfed uh Reddits didn't change the blitzes didn't change the valkyries were a great way to represent the fact that people only took throwers in tournaments for leader and never and they you know otherwise it was just the catchers so they did a really good job i'm actually corn oh, was a great roster not overpowered just really interesting they're doing a really good job uh, yeah different and interesting yeah 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 that's a really good point actually really good point i think i think amazon's I don't know if it's just because it's new and you sort of like you don't have the data to back it up and you kind of theory craft in your head of the best case scenario. But I think like Amazons to me probably feel like the strongest of the bunch. I think I, I look at this roster and think that's pretty powerful. That's like three skills away from being really, really oppressive. Um, yeah. Which is basically block, block and whatever you want on your blitzer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, 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 I think they're really strong. But again, I don't think it's like these are going to win every tournament for the next six months. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, this is a, yeah. this is going to be a really strong team. It's going to take some positioning because the standard line women are really vulnerable. So actually you've got two mm. pro blockers and the rest of the team's fair, which is, which is kind of like, that's fine. Um, this is not hack phlegm level. And this is not um, leagues of Vol Voltan level, Voltan level. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's good. Possibly meta changing. Will we see more tackle? Yeah. In people's rosters. We're surely going to see tackle yeah. all over the shop in the tournament. It's it's probably the best skill out there for for tournaments right now because you've got hack phlegm, you've got mad lads running stunties left, right, and centre. Um, tackle is just an absolute brilliant skill. 
couple of good things in chat. Puppa Z says, don't know, the frog is quite good on the model. Not sure about the, the lady, though. Stevie says, can't wait to get my frog lady. <laughs> uh, Brute Fun says, one thing I'm not a big fan of with the Games Workshop's direction for the last two teams is the introduction of unique traits. Kind of feels like a departure of the core concept of Blood Bowl's universal skills. What That's do you think? Point. That uh, it's It brings in this element of bloat. Um, it, it's, you know, Blood Bowl thrives in the fact that it's a tight core rule set that everyone kind of knows. Um, when you start bringing in these random stuff, I, I do agree. It can be pretty confusing. I don't think it really had to be that. I don't think it really needed it. I think it's interesting for sure. And it would have been awesome as like a skill people can take like from the new edition. But, um, you know, yeah, I, I, I do kind of agree with Brute Fun here. Yeah, I, I, I agree too. I mean, Trips, I think you and I talked about it last night when we played Sevens. The great thing about Blood Bowl is that the action takes place on the pitch. The every All the yeah. fun decisions, all your interactions take place on the pitch. And I don't want to be bashing 40k even more, but I think it came did literally it came on the back of that conversation about 40k yeah. trips, wasn't it? Like so much of that game is spent reading rules aloud like a wizard, which is definitely in a law in and of itself. <laughs> I mean, right? I've got that behind me for people on camera. So this hang on. Let's move these. <laughs> this is Blood Bowl. And this is what you need to play Horus Heresy. <laughs> Both <Ooh>. of these. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it does exist the bloke does exist yeah it's it's a fair shout i i i agree with you i think um seeing these skills introduced as skills uh that could be taken you know i mean ben what do you reckon for hit and run what what skill tree would it be in probably agility yeah i like because i think it'd be really strong for people with like strength access um so yeah i think agility players could make use of it but no, elf blitzers would it, be would really like it. Oh yeah, exactly. Oh blimmin, jeez, sidestep, hit and run, crikey! Yeah. Oh, you can do well. Actually, you can do that with these guys. Um, I mean, I guess we got to be careful of being the the. Now I'm going to be on brand here. The frog in the pot that slowly gets boiled to death. Like at the moment, Blood Bowl's great because you need the rule book, and then if you want to play a team that's not in the rule book, you need the spike. That's it. That's all you actually need. And the FAQ, obviously. But, you know, that's it. That's free and you can download it. As they introduce more rules, there is going to be more getches, I think, which is like, and I think Amazons are probably going to be the biggest one for that, which is going to be a case of, I'm sorry, what does that guy do? Like, hit and run works how? Like, that's, I didn't know about that. That's weird. What is that? Like, the beer balls were definitely game changing, but incredibly ineffective you know it's kind of like and uh, on a five plus my guy gets to stand up and you're like oh that's pretty cool but this is going to be a case of yeah well I blocked you now i get to move and it's like well you're the only person in the game that gets to do this so i i, I yeah i mean it's a fair shout uh chat is with brute fun on this one um Papa Z says yeah i think if it stops here it's not too bad but knowing games about sure we could end up with different levels of rules and counter rules and discussions about which rule beats which so definitely one to watch um quite frankly if they do squigs and introduce squig rules for squigs then i will love it anyway whatever rule they introduce um but with vampires being the rumored next team do you think we'll see bloodlust introduced as a, as a trait 
instead of animal savagery. I would like that more, I think, because <laughs> it yeah. suits them. Hmm. It's. I've... I think that's fine because bloodlust is kind of unique to vampires. That's kind fair, of. actually. Yeah, it's an interesting. I don't one. think hit and run is something that's particularly unique to Amazons. It seems no. like something players can learn. Yeah, I but, mean, yeah. I was kind of glad not to see like a snake swarm or anything for this team. Um, as as fun as that would have been, uh, I kind of wanted the thrower to have stab or something to kind of represent that snake. But I mean, safe pass is probably less um, impactful on the game. We've got another star player here. We've got Glottal Stop, uh, six movement, six strength, edge five plus passing, nothing. So watch out for bomber, uh, armor ten plus, animal savagery, frenzy, loner four plus, mighty blow plus one, prehensile tail, thick skull, and stand firm. Uh, with Primal Savagery, which I flip in love, once per game, when Glottal fails an Animal Savagery roll, hit an opponent player instead of a friendly player. Oh, that is fun. How good is that? That it's is the, amazing. The dream turn of him just losing his losing his head and just knocking straight up armor rolling. An is it armor roll? Is it Animal Savagery or, yeah. is, it, or is it prone it and is. armor roll? Knock, you knock him down. You it's, prone. It's prone and armor roll yeah Ooh. um and then just gets to do whatever the heck he was going to do anyway with strength six and frenzy this guy is an absolute <laughs> house i love it super multiple block yeah <laughs> that is really cool uh that's, that's going to be one of those moments when you go oh i've rolled the nega skill ah i've rolled the nega skill <laughs> Yeah, this yeah, exactly. This is gonna be a case of oh it's a one, but actually I'm gonna pop my feet and just chomp you instead. And a little little thing in chat here, brute fun croc crocs coming this December. <laughs> Yay. Yay, I like that. I had a great time croc painting crocs. up painting up the brute fun lizardman team this uh, this week and I've got a nice nice croxigore over there on the table as well. I'm looking forward to these guys being on the pitch tomorrow night for the live stream game. Um, Glottal Stop, the downside of him, right, is he's 270k and he only plays for Lustrian Super mm. League. So he's 130k upgrade for a, for a Croxigor, which is a lot, but you do get extra strength and you do get Frenzy. But no combat skill means that you're paying an awful lot here. And it, it saddens me to say this, but you are better off using the model as Zug, I think, because at 220k, he gets block and strength five so i love this i love his special rule i and if you ever take him you are going to have so much fun i think but he's going to let you down i i still think though a beat up amazon team that suffered a lot of losses in a league would probably get good use out of glotto because it's a real threat like it will get it will catch you up like if if you're playing against like a renegades team this guy's out there killing all of them. And like he doesn't even have to roll for some of them. Like he could like he could go and like base, you know, what blitz someone's carrot like some someone's other dude and then base the minotaur and then fail his savagery and kill the minotaur. <laughs> and take them both. Like <laughs> having to block it or something. That, like, that, the it's... limited resources magic the gathering podcast, we call that um, best case scenario mentality. But it is going to happen at it's some point, right? Case. You could choose to move him and get him go for a one, two, three, <laughs> like go for the fifty fifty. If you just say I'm gonna move him, not block or blitz, and then it's a fifty fifty to knock someone down. <laughs> <laughs> it's some great it's a stuff. Four plus. I love it. 
Um, Brute Fun says that feeling when lizards get a cool new star and you'll never be able to afford him, which is bang on the money. Rain says vampires yeah. will have the brooding skill. Roll a two plus or you lose all tackle zones and one strength where you question your humanity. I think that might be a little twilight <laughs> like skill there. Um, <laughs> Stevie says, uh, uh, I think he said uh, absolutely bloodlust coming back. I could just hope it gets a bit nicer. And Papa Z, if your squig starts to turn next to one of your players, that character gains leap plus two until the end of turn. I cannot wait for squigs. We've got to have squigs. We've got to have squigs. I love God or Stop. Trips, can you ever see him being used? Uh, so I, th I think for me, the price is you, you, you'd have to be in a bad way to take that much star player. Now, admittedly, I've played with teams recently that were in that bad a way. They had to, to um, uh, take a sort of a 280 uh, star player but it's a lot in a single star player um i think if you if you can you probably will you won't look for a cheaper combination of stars it is a great star player um i just think uh you might find that amazons don't quite drop that uh tv as quickly as possible because even though they don't have block they've got a lot of dodge and that will keep them out of trouble for a little bit longer than yeah uh, a team with no uh no skills in the block um just kind of flipping through the rest of the spike here they've got rules for jungle leagues with weather uh, they've got rules for a temple city kickoff table which is going to be fun i think at some point guys we've got to use some of this stuff um in our games <laughs> um the we amazon just need a, a temple pitch don't we well genuinely the second it lands as part of that um mud and blood kickstarter that's that's being printed uh that's nice that's yeah I, I just it's just too cool not to have although i'm a bit dubious about whether some of the bigger 40 mil bases will stand on the step steps we might have to have a word with him and be like you need to double up those steps and bring them down two by two instead of one square by True. one square yeah but hey um yeah that's a good point yeah uh right go through the rest of the spike you've got secret of the amazons you've got team development what do they recommend uh block for eagle warrior block kick dirty player wrestle tackle fend python warriors oh don't do that guys they've put the positions here but they've put the um they've put the the fancy stupid name instead of the positional thing so they've put position Ooh. eagle warrior python warrior piranha warrior and jaguar warrior they've like missed the actual positional bit off it stupid <laughs> absolutely stupid the that's Jaguar like... warrior is the blocker yeah but that would be like the skaven <laughs> roster being like position skaven position skaven position skaven <laughs> yeah. it's like oh brilliant cheers like but even worse because you're giving them fancy names so lineman block python warrior the thrower block sure hands leader dump off nerves of steel where's your accurate come on guys uh, I mean, to be fair, Block and Shorehands is potentially the right thing to do, but, I mean, hey. Nice. Piranha Warrior Blitzer. <gasps> block, Wrestle Tackle, Sidestep, Diving Tackle, Frenzy, Strip Ball. Very much geared up to be Blitzers. Not no, even a catch. No catch. Uh, Jaguar Warrior Block, Guard, Mighty Blow, Break, Tackle, Frenzy, Tackle. Like that. Like Block, like Guard. Mighty Blow, you're probably not going to get to take it on this positional. Um, because they don't start with a combat skill. I think block is definitely the first thing. Then guard, because it combos so nicely with defensive. Um, 
then, I don't know, I mean, at that point, I guess you could take Mighty Blow plus one if you wanted to. Break Tackle's pretty good when you've got Dodge already. That's a two plus plus rope into the open movement six strength four blodging piece at that point. I would probably go that way if I'm going to use them as my scoring threat. But even not, you know, block guard, then break Tackle to be that two plus into the open mobile guard piece that has defensive as well. That's just... That's that's the skill is renamed def from a defensive to offensive when you get that player into that situation. <laughs> I think um, that's why the game has fouling. Just want to put it out there. You all hate gutter runners. I think you might have a new target, uh, which makes me ever so happy. Got some setups and the last star player. Come on, camera. Zoom. Oh, wrong way this way and therefore i need it to go left oh i've got it right oh too far too far too far got excited right boa constrictor is the last star player for the amazons uh moving six strength three edge three plus passing four plus armor nine plus so a little bit better armor but otherwise the same stats as the lineman dodge hypnotic gaze loner four plus prehensile tail safe pair of hands and sidestep and boa's special power his magical ability is once per game if he starts his activation next to the ball carrier of the opposition. On a 2+, plus, he yoinks the ball, and that's it. His, his activation ends. So he does have sidestep. He does have dodge. He's got hypnogaze, so he can run in there and take away their tackle zones. Then you can run in there with your strength 4, bleece, and, and punch things instead. Or if you find a way to block their ball carrier next door to Boa... Before you do anything else, you can just activate Boa and on a 2 plus once per game, he just robs the ball. I I mean, he's 200k. Which is quite expensive. It's, it's quite expensive so for that one-off skill, really, isn't it? And so that when when do those scenarios ever come up? Where someone's left their ball carrier in base contact with a start player? <laughs> uh yeah, I, I think um it's a shame that he's got hypno gaze because you need you kind of I, I don't know like every now and again it's going to work and it's going to be awesome and you can definitely set up some chain pushes and things like that to make it happen but uh again to use limited resources the magic the gathering podcast thing a uh, setup cost is super high on this uh you need to find a way to get him in contact with your ball carrier now with sidestep and dodge he i mean ugh trips sidestep elven union blitzers oh my god right snotlings okay this is a perfect example snotlings with sidestep really aggravating and they will get right where they need to be so there are going to be some times yeah. where you can do it but for the chance of a two plus for then his activation to end i think i think i think it would have been it would have been quite scary if it was a two plus he robs your ball, then he can do the rest of stuff. That would have been like, oh my God, this guy's horrific. Like sometimes he's just going to be two plus next to the ball carrier at the start of his activation, rob the ball and run away. Now he's got safe hands, safe pair of hands, which means when he gets smacked after that, you get to choose where the ball goes. You get to sidestep and then put the ball somewhere safe. So it is all right. But I, I don't know, like for 200k, he doesn't really give you a lot. No, he really doesn't. I'm just, I'm kind of surprised he's more than Estelle. Yes. This is a skill set that I think is worthy of 150k, maybe. If he's, if he had block or wrestle or tackle, 
something so the thing is with estelle guard with sidestep useful all of the time there's always a reason to have a guard piece hypnotic gaze can be really useful okay that's going to be really effective maybe i'm underrating hypnotic gaze here where actually he can take a corner off a cage and allow you to kind of blitz in maybe i think hypno gaze is going to be effective but isn't that a modified agility test so he's yeah, hypno gazing on a yeah. four plus three plus I think it's unmodified. I think it's three plus. There you go. It's 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 all right. There are definitely okay. going to be some really good circumstances where that's going to work. I just don't know if he gives you enough every single time. Yeah, if it was edge two plus, I think that would justify the cost a bit more, and it gives you that player who is edge two plus, so yeah. he can kind of be your catcher or something like that if you wanted it. Like, yeah, it's, it's he is awkward. He is awkward to fit in. Yeah, you might see someone try and squeeze it in a tournament roster, but as Ben said, if you could try and squeeze this in, why are you not trying to squeeze Estelle in? Yeah. Yeah. Because th this model's cooler. <sighs> this model is much cooler. Yeah. Um, but this is the great thing about Blood Bowl is as long as your star player looks different enough, it can be whatever you want it to be. You can bring a Minotaur and be like, that's my Glottal Stop. Uh, you know, you can bring a cool wizard model or the snake dude to be like, actually, Boa Constrictor, it's a stell. I just prefer the model. Um, okay, Gents in chat agrees. He says, I think you take him for Hypno Gaze. With fast strength for blitzers, cages don't seem such a safe place anymore. That's, that's that fair. True. Move up to the side of a cage. Cheeky three plus Hypno Gaze, take away a tackle zone, and you just bounce in there and smack somebody down it, it it's it can be really effective um so maybe i'm underrating boa i think maybe he's it's just also, it's not a sure thing with that three plus like that's just really kind of like i'll say this is someone who makes three plus dodge every day but like um i'm just gonna say just, there is an episode yeah. of seven super series coming out ben that you are going to love oh really oh really <laughs> <laughs> That is exciting. Hmm. Yeah, awkward player. Um, cool model, awkward player. Pass. Yeah. Yeah. Trips, would you second that motion? Absolutely. I think uh, if you can take uh, 170 and get guard in, I'll do that every day. And the fact that it gives me spare cash as well, uh, can't see me ever trying to get that model in. Shame. I love the model. Uh, so it's it's interesting. Uh, I think the last bit in the spike, apart from the cool comic book, is the College of Heavens. So uh, this is an Let's interesting one. Um, the entire roster goes to the College of Heavens. There's no, wow. there's no split. Yeah. There's no nothing. It's just straight to the College of Heavens for everybody on this roster, which is, I was I hate not. That. I was, yeah, I was not <laughs> expecting that. I mean, we do love Dungeon Ball, but I, I, I don't know about this one. That seems well, think, really lazy. Yeah, it seems lazy, but I think we might see the uh, extra few College of Heavens teams at the next Dungeon Ball mm. tournament now. Heavens was already good. Quite a roster to pick from. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was already had loads, yeah. Yeah, I mean, College of Heavens was excellent. Like, you had all the Sauruses, um... Is it the human blitzers or something? Who or is it nobility blitzers? Yeah, nobility blitzers. Did you get them? 
Yeah. Oh, you know what? You have catch. <laughs> I've got the rule book here. Uh, da, 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 da. College yeah. of Shadow, College of Metal, College of Light, College of Death, College of Light. Oh man, I love Dungeon Ball. College of Heaven. Pretty sure I saw a, yeah, saw a skink with nobility blitzers and. Yeah, skinks, yeah. Norse linemen, Norse blitzers, berserkers, yeah. human thrower, <laughs> Saurus blockers, blockers, chameleon skinks, and the Valkyrie, and the entire Amazon roster. All right. I mean, the, the really cool thing about this, like, for technically now for Bonehead Bowl, you can take six Jaguar Warrior blockers at, to Bonehead Bowl and play it in elevens if you run a College of Heavens roster. <laughs> Which is like, I, I yeah no that's awesome, six hundred k. Oh. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of players with a lot of starting skills now in the College of Heavens roster. I reckon if you if you sit down and really work it out, you can have a bashy team that can pass and run as well, and that feels they've got the human that thrower, feels right? nasty. They've got the human. They've thrower got the actual the human, the human thrower, not the nobility thrower. They've got the. The, yeah. They've got the good they've got one. the best player from every team, and then the whole Amazon team and the whole Lizardman team. <laughs> they don't have a Croxigore. They don't have a big guy. Oh no! Did they, they get? A, did they get a big guy yet? Or is amazing that, stuff. Is that the next team that comes out? <laughs> um, I love the human thrower Imperial Nobility Blitzer combination. I think that's awesome. But yeah, I yeah. Oh, four Piranha Warrior Blitzers. Uh. Who are a different cost here? Really? They're 85k. And oh, oh no. Oh no. What is this? Okay. Oh no. If they want FAQ, come in soon. Jaguar Warrior Blockers, 110k in the roster. Nought to six Jaguar Warrior Blockers for the College of Heavens, 100k. Piranha Warrior Blitzers, what? College of Heavens, 85k, 90k for proper. The Python Warrior Throwers, 80k proper, 75k College of Heavens. I don't understand is, what's going on. That feels like the roster got updated and someone forgot to update the Dungeon Bowl table. I forgot to maybe split them into a new college. This is outrageous. <laughs> But Bonehead Bowl, like we've got mixed teams or uh, normal teams, or you can run a Dungeon Bowl team, and we're playing three games of 11s. Mate, discounted Amazon team with six blockers and four blitzers. Is, and a human thrower. <laughs> yeah, if you're running Amazons in a tournament <laughs> in Bonehead Bowl, don't run College of Heavens. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and you save yourself like fifty k. Six six hundred k for yeah, that, this... and then 80, 170, 340, That's nine hundred and forty k. Uh, rerolls for the colleges are fifty k. So let's take one reroll. That's what nine ninety. Uh, you need to take a thrower, then leader for your second reroll. Eleven hundred. Four piranha warrior blitzers, six blockers, and a human thrower. Oh, that is just like. S tier. That's amazing. Although, to be fair, none of them do have block. But they all, all have dodge. Okay. 
Not until you start giving them the skills package. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Papa Z, it's Jap. Uh, it's almost like Games Workshop don't check their books before release. Uh, luckily, this has yeah, never happened before. <laughs> no, first time. Uh, Brute Fun says, everyone dust off your dwarfs team. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, do you know it's what? I'm so I'm so and... glad I read through this with you guys. I don't think I would have noticed that. I would have been like, oh yeah, this plays for this, this plays for this, which means I would have gone and done that College of Heavens video very wrong. So that was that was uh, that was useful. Um, I mean, the Amazon team for Elevens is interesting. The Spike's got some cool rules for leagues. It's got some thematic, 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 thematic stadium rules. Got the ball rules. You got the star player rules. I love a spike magazine. I think they're good fun. Like, I I, I will always buy them, and I always encourage people to buy them. I haven't read through the thing. I always check through though, which is the um the famous teams. I love looking at this, and it gives me inspiration to kind of be like for the the different teams that are out there. I, I, that's one thing I've always I always love about all of them. It's a shame there's only four of them. So that is the mm. spike magazine. Um, I just want to. I guess we kind of covered the miniatures, haven't we? They're they're good. Yeah. They're a little bit fiddly. Um, a couple of them have got separate faces to the hair, and the neck joints are a bit ropey. Uh, the models are a little bit slight, like wood elf scale. I think is probably the best way to describe them. But they're nice models, and they paint up okay. So, it's cool. It's a cool team. Um, the only thing I haven't done is check out the pitch yet. So let's have a quick look at the pitch. I've got to do a proper unboxing for these, but I didn't have time today because got in from Entoyment. I had a lovely chat with Pete. It was nice. Um, SCA is actually, uh, SCA Blood Bowl on the Saturday is the biggest tournament on the day. We've got more players than 40K. Woo! Which wow. is nice. amazing. Good going, everyone. Everyone's got a ticket. Yeah. That's really awesome news. We, we love to see that. And I, I did the maths on the drive home as well. With the players we've got Saturday, the players we've got Sunday, and the amount of games we're playing, it's it's like nearly 300 games of Blood Bowl, I think, or 200 games of Blood Bowl that weekend across those two oh. days. So there's you, Ben, saying, I don't have enough data. Good. And we're like, well, someone's going to bring Amazons. There's going to be some Amazon teams. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm bringing Amazons as the backup. So yeah, that's, oh, yeah. that's both, both exciting and then slightly terrifying from the uh, uh, making sure we can add all the scores up and get that working right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've just seen, sorry, this is, this is really off topic, but just while I see it. Um, it says Estelle is from the bayou. Isn't that like a place? Uh, is it I, like a I, term? I think it's, well, it means swamp, doesn't it? But I don't, oh, okay. I, don't... I thought it was like the bayou. I thought it was like an actual region well, that's, that's, in, like, Louisiana. Yeah, that's New Orleans, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But, hang on. Uh, Princess and the Frog category. We can tell yeah. you've been watching there. Exactly. Oh, what a movie. Uh, I know, it's a body of water typically found. Yeah, it's like a swamp. Okay. That makes sense. My bad. Giving her frog lady nature. Yeah. Prince Ooh. and the Frog likes me. Oh, I like this. This is, this is, a, this is of a nice colour. Zoom out. Zoom out a little bit more. A little bit more. You can see all the glue and stuff on my table. That's fine. Go this way. Whoa, too far. God, we're going to have fun with these cameras tomorrow filming the game. Uh, I guarantee it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wrong way. Can't do this upside down. That's my lap. No one wants that on camera. Okay, so we've got the dugouts here. There's two sides to the pitch. Uh, probably should have read the rules, shouldn't we? 
as they always give the description of the pitch overgrown jungle you have the jungle floor and the torrential downpour now that's just one more thing to to remember a bit worried that it's not all that clear but actually how does it look on the camera other than pixelated because my internet's garbage <laughs> uh yeah it looks kind of clear to me it looks kind of yeah. like just from this glance it looks a bit like the wood elf one mm, that's what i'm thinking yeah oh there's a lot of cool detail and, on and it. most yeah and most of the pitches they've got one side which you put a load of green based miniatures on them and you have not got hope in hell of seeing if they're in the squares or not <laughs> i was thinking we might use this yeah, pitch tomorrow true. But uh, I'm not sure. Let's put the let's put the saurus on there. Um, the squares are okay, I think. Yeah. So we've got the the soggy side of the pitch, and the jungly side of the pitch, which is swamp and jungle. Yeah. All right. It's quite nice. It's, cool. it's quite dark. It is quite dark. It's kind. I think it's the same kind of palette as the snotling one that I've been using in league, which is a mm -hmm. little bit on the dark side, but. I don't know. It's quite cool. It's not as cool as the Lizardman pitch, which I, I do think is probably the coolest pitch they've brought out so far. Yeah, that one's amazing. Uh, the Dark one. Elf one's pretty good too. Uh, maybe we should do top I'm five. Kind of boring, but I also just like I also like the original, like the OG grass. I think it looks really good. OG uh, grass, it's really boring. Is is the, the best OG one. stone for me? Are you a stone guy? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is super clear. It, it reminds me of the Astro Granite pitch. <laughs> yeah. I've ruined mine with polystyrene cement polystyrene. to make it look all damaged. Oh, yeah, when I was a child and was allowed to play with a ton of polystyrene cement. I don't know. I think I, I sometimes uh, like enjoy the fumes, Ben. T yeah, Tiff will be like, "Oh, you know, did you used to do this as a kid?" And I'm like, "I don't really remember anything before I was 11." And then I think back to the amount of like rhinos I used to build in my room with the windows closed and everything. I'm like, "Oh, this is probably why." <laughs> Uh, because of Humbrol. Uh, because of Humbrol, I don't remember my childhood. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, you can't knock it. Uh, okay, guys, I think we've talked ad nauseum about Amazons. I am really excited they're here. I'm really excited to be getting a game in tomorrow night. Well, observing a game, which is going to be really good fun. Um, so, I think, is there anything else you guys want to touch on on, on the Amazons? I think that's it. I'm just excited to get, um, you know, playing with them. I think, um, yeah, very much the same. Ex excited to see them on the pitch. So glad that they are actually coming out. Um, and they have just uh, uh, made it uh, into SCA as well. So yeah. I really hope we see uh, a couple of uh, rosters with them on the day. It'd be interesting to see how they do um, against a, a set of varied teams as well. Mm, and there's going to be a lot of, like it's a new team so you're going to be piloting a new team and you're going to be playing against a new team which i think is going to be really exciting um and before we wrap up i do want to ask you both a question will we see ben another team this year october no because if they announce it it's not going to come out even if they announce it like tomorrow it's not going to come out for another three months so yeah um probably not 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 in my opinion trips what do you reckon um so i'm a big Al alamac fan and you can't really have one of those with two teams in so they need to get another team out for january for that to come out 
So I think we will see an announcement this side of Christmas, but the team will slip into 2023. It's such a shame they're not doing anything in um, for Warhammer Day, isn't it? They're just doing it about 40k. Because I, I don't know what else... I mean, to be fair, they might just be like, hey, we're doing a, a Warhammer preview in a few weeks' time for Christmas releases. I mean, I, I, haven't, I need to go back and kind of look at when they announced Dungeon Bowl. Because I feel like that was quite late in the year. And Dungeon Bowl landed in no late November. And then two years before that, the Ogres turned up in december didn't they so there is still yeah. A, yeah. A, there's still a chance so you're telling me Ooh. there's a chance oh dungeon bowl was 30th of october what that it was announced yeah it was on warhammer day yeah because uh... it was announced and then came out really quickly afterwards oh but they're not announcing anything on warhammer day this time are they they're just doing guns and rule books <laughs> Uh, sorry, yes. I made myself yeah. laugh on that one. Mm. All right, uh, yeah, shame shamelessly. Uh, oh, bless them. Anyway, right, guys, we're going to wrap up. Patrons, thank you so much for joining us for our live stream. It was great hanging out with you. Um, and I am going to go paint some Amazons, and then tomorrow we'll be back for a live game. So Ben Trips, thank you very much. It's always lovely to hang out and chat blah blah with you guys. Yeah, always. Right, we'll wrap up. Thanks very much for watching. We'll be back soon with more bubble content. Happy dodging. There we go, folks. I like the ending. Happy dodging. Happy dodging. Mm -hmm. Well, we did get I did get told uh on the thing they were like, I feel not I think someone was like, I feel targeted or disrespected because I don't like to block. I like to dodge, and I think you're letting down your agility <laughs> players. I was like, well, all right. Well, you know, every now and again we're gonna have to chuck in the happy dodging then. Um Brute fun, cheers, Pumpsy, cheers, TV, cheers. Um, we'll we'll catch you guys a little bit later.